So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast with another amazing episode coming your way with Mr. The Seal, Mr. Giant, Mr. Bulgaria is in the house. How are you doing, man? Fritz, I am alive right now. I'm vibrant. Just got off a, a group call with the Game Changer community. A lot of people showed up and people were vulnerable. They talked about what is overwhelming to them, what they feel stuck with. And we got to offer different ways of seeing it. Just when people express themselves, you can totally start to pick up on some words and you can challenge them. And I love this community because there have been people um, that are in this group for six months, a year, more than a year. And there's people that are here for just a couple of weeks that are rookies in a lot of this stuff. And so a lot of the veteran clients show up on the calls. And that's why this, this culture is beautiful for the game changers community is because they show up and we support each other and we offer different perspectives and the learning lessons and the breakthroughs are huge and quick. So that's why I'm feeling stoked right now. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's the best, the best feeling having a group call with amazing people, each, uh, each other supporting each other and just engaging and having good takeaways and having a, an organic conversation. And a lot of people don't realize how valuable it is to have a community, a group of like-minded people that um, can support you. I mean, having a coach is great. It's awesome. Like having the, the North Star, the, the hope and the vision and someone to help you get there, a guide on the side, you could say. Um, and then having peers, people that are on this journey with you together. And I mean, there's friendships getting built. I mean, if you look at a Facebook group, pretty much every month people meet up in person. Like people meet up in New York, they meet up in... Uh, uh, in Europe, in Switzerland, they met up, they met up in Spain, obviously. So people meet in person too. I'm like, when I see these pictures, I'm like, wait, am I actually seeing this? Like they met up in person and uh, it's so amazing to see. It's amazing to see. You mentioned a lot of those places where people meet up. Sometimes people might even meet up in Tulum. <laughs> That's right. So what, what was that about? What was that about? <laughs> we had something incredible happen where I had a planned vacation to go to Tulum with my partner, with my girlfriend for her birthday. At the same time, Fritz is going to Tulum. And this wasn't for, for work for both of us to meet. It was just unexpected. We both decided to plan to go to Tulum at the same time, so close to each other. And we ended up connecting with each other and having another meetup with one of the game changers, Juan, who was also there. So the three of us were in Tulum on this huge, beautiful planet of ours. We found ourselves in the same city and we crushed a workout at one of the most unique gyms that I have, I have ever, ever participated in, in Tulum. 
Yes. The Tulum, Tulum Jungle Gym. If you ever... Before you leave this planet, before your soul uh, leaves this planet... <laughs> I'm, with, I'm here with Mr. Mindset. I'm here with Mr. Soul, Mr. Mindset. I gotta talk about this. Um, it's a whole different topic. It's an interesting one as well. Um, before your soul leaves this planet, you gotta go to this gym. Honestly, it's... I've been to a lot of gyms over the past years. Uh, I think over the past past two months, I've been probably to 10 gyms or something. And every gym is a new experience, but Tulum Jungle Gym is like on the beach. The equipment is made out of stone, out of wood. And you are working out in the sand, like in the, in the sand of the beach. And it's just an amazing vibe. Like the people, um, obviously the scenery um, and yeah, it's just uh, equipment. Equipment, yeah. You're just so present. Like, I feel like I love working out because it makes you so present. Like, one of the biggest benefits I feel like in general with working out is that it makes you so present to the moment. Because you have to be present because else the weight is falling on your face and you don't want that to happen. So it's like it forces you to be present. And nowadays we are like yes. sc scrolling on reels all the time and social media and YouTube. So getting present is, is rare nowadays. They had the most unique machines. They had dumbbells made out of stones, dumbbells made out of wood. It was a sight to behold seeing the legend, Mr. Game Changer himself, Fritz, pick up humongous dumbbells, which are the size of him, and just start pressing them on, on this bench, dumbbell pressing them. It, it was incredible. And then... At the same time, there was a, a machine, like a lat pull-down machine, but instead of uh, weights that you select, you can throw rocks, but if you want to take it to another level, you sit inside of it. And I literally <laughs> sat inside of there with my girlfriend, and Fritz started doing lat pull-downs with all of our combined weight, and then we switched it up, and he sat, and there and I did lat pull-downs, and Juan joined in on this too, and we, we really gave it our all. It, it was an experience. I love situations like that because it creates memories for life and just like fritz said this is a must visit big time yeah it was just such a great vibe also with juan who's been with us for over a year now as well and he he looked incredible he looked lean and real strong and just he was just vibrating with uh with strength and energy and positive vibes and always love to meet game changers in person uh, people are yeah, taking charge of the health, but also challenging the status quo, doing it a plant-based way. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's no better place for this than Tulum, honestly. I think it's like plant-based heaven. It's one of the best vegan places, like vegan quote-unquote cities I've ever been to in my whole life. Uh, like not a lot comes close to, to, the, to Tulum. So the gym is amazing. The food, incredible too. I love Mexican food anyway but they take it to another level. Like there's so many vegan options, everything's so healthy and you feel it's quote unquote handmade and you feel it's like real food, you know? Um, and it's just, just incredible and super tasty. And also I was fortunate, maybe I was just lucky, maybe it was just luck, but usually when people go to Mexico, they have like stomach problems or something. I didn't have any, maybe it was because I ate plant-based. I was there for a whole month, but no problems at all. Maybe I was lucky, could be the case. Maybe it was because I ate like the healthy 
plant-based food that was available. Um, but yeah, love Tulum. Definitely want to come back. Um, if you reflect on your Tulum trip, Vasil, um, what's been your biggest takeaway? I mean, you were there with your with your partner, uh, which is another incredible experience. Definitely want to do that too. Like this this place is just magical. I think experiencing it alone is great. I mean, it teaches you a lot and gives you a lot. But experiencing it with a partner, I imagine, is even more powerful. Um, so how did well, how was Tulum for you? Like you were there for a week. How was it? Mm. Uh, for me, it was a phenomenal experience. For its so, <laughs> there's lots of learning lessons here. The first one when we when we got there, we were looking forward to it so much because you know here in America, and you know a lot of other countries, but especially in America, it's go 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 go. That's the American mindset. And sometimes you just need to go somewhere else and rejuvenate and relax and experience things, travel, and just let go of some of like uh, your regular schedule. And we go there and it's so beautiful. It's gorgeous, like clear water, white sands, the people are nice, the food is incredible, just like you said. And we're like, I think we want to move here. I think we want to live here. <laughs> we're getting we're true i remember when, full when, of like hormones when yeah. i met you you guys you were like um we're actually thinking about moving here like half the year yeah. what do you what do you think <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but then you know the, the longer we started staying there we realized it's not really like an escape from the matrix that's one thing we like like the matrix the government and, and a lot of the stuff that's going on Sometimes you kind of want to get away from it, but that's just being a little bit more of a victim, I would say. And you realize like every place you visit has their own kind of matrix. And, you know, in, in Tulum, a lot of it is ran in Mexico in general from the cartel. And then they have their own negative energies that people deal with in that matrix. So there's a lot of things to consider. And we, we talked to a lot of the locals. We talked to uh, some of the National Guard there. We talked to salespeople. And we, we realize that there's ups and downs to Tulum as well. It's not, it's not just like a magical place, you know. It, it might seem like it on Instagram where a lot of in influencers go there and they show you like the most beautiful pictures and the most beautiful food. But there's a lot of pros and cons and there's people in survival mode there too. And so it was nice to kind of reflect back and get grounded and realize, no, uh, this, this is uh, definitely a place to come visit. But for right now in our life, like maybe it's not a good idea to live here. We, we really like where we're at right now in Austin. Um, another incredible experience, Fritz, was walking the sacred, the sacred sites where the Mayan temples were. And, uh, you know, that just felt really special to me. Like I took off my shoes and I connected to the, the earth there from all the elements, wind, earth, fire, water. I have a strong connection with water and fire, but the strongest of all is the earth. And so I feel like that did a lot for me um, spiritually, getting grounded and, and, and stepping foot there with all the history that's there. What about you? What are some things that, like, do you relate to any of these things or um, do you have yeah. unique experiences of your own? Yeah, I love what you said there. I actually have the same thoughts when it comes to Tulum, that it's a great way of escaping 
the day-to-day -day stress and escaping like the the noise the cars and like just a lot of like the buildings that you have in a normal city uh in tulum of course you all have like traffic too and also not to like there's definitely a lot of traffic too in tulum but it's just like it's just completely different like like you said you have the beach you have the palms it's just like you're in a different planet almost um and it's beautiful like it calms you down it de-stresses you it makes you slow down as well but like you said i wouldn't call it a place to live like i wouldn't i think i wouldn't do like a long-term stay in tulum because i feel like at some point it gets too much like it's uh for me at least i mean everyone's different but for my state of life right now um i want to move fast i want to grow um i want to of course experience things but also this yeah this this vibe of like yeah everything's fine and everything's yoga and everything's meditation and those things are great like but i need the other side too it's always like i feel like it's a yin and yang but i think tulum is more on the on the mindfulness side which is again it's great for like a trip for for a few weeks to calm down but definitely not something for a long-term stay i think it's always like you need the mindfulness part but also the the go-getter the hustle part in your life and that's definitely i feel like missing in tulum a little bit uh and that's why i wouldn't call it a long-term stay but that's my vibe too so i was actually looking forward to the city like which sounds crazy but i was looking forward to i don't know the hustle and bustle of the city the buildings um and everything being like in, in momentum in the move um, but it's also why i think like traveling is so powerful because you can you can have these different seasons in the year where you have maybe like three months of like quote-unquote normal life in the city and then you might have two weeks or even more in a, in a place where you calm down more where there's more nature where you can connect to your to your yeah to your upbringing basically to to your roots to to nature to earth like you said and discover that part of you more so i think that's what i want to test for next year maybe as like a preview for next year um i want to have like phases where i just like work and build and grow and then i want to have phases where i mean you also grow into loom but like on a different level you know like more on a mindfulness level so i want to like combine these two things uh, next year in different uh phases like maybe three months of more work related and productivity and focus then maybe two weeks where take things a bit easier do more of these experiences like yoga and sound healing and meditation and yeah just like immersing myself like really immersing i think big takeaway for me in this in my stage of my life right now is immersing myself is so powerful like actually putting my full attention to this one thing for a certain period of time you get much bigger returns and much much more learnings i feel like instead of doing it all at once like just imagine okay you have two hours morning routine where you do all the meditation the yoga the walking but then you have two hours less that you can focus on work so then it's like four hours of work then you do your workout then you want to slow down and then it's just like it's it's what people think is balance but i think balance comes in different shapes and i think my definition of balance is having like focused time and like 
devoted time where I focus on one thing like fully and go all in like on work for example and then having fully focused time where I go all in on mindfulness and like relaxing and recovering mm. you could say um, and building that part so again it's just something that I want to test for next year I'm not saying this is like the the golden solution for life but I feel like that's my type of approach um, that works for me for personal development and goal achievement. Uh, what, what's your, what do you, what do you think? What is, what has been your experience with that? Yeah. So I've been immersed in people and coaches and even myself talking about the importance of morning routines and how that morning routine can prime you to have a much successful day because it just gets your feelings grounded in the beginning. And then like a lot of these exercises, like the, the code exposure and the, and the meditations and the yoga, they make you feel really good. And then you, you start off winning and, and then it's a lot easier to focus on the things that you need to do. However, I recently heard a post from an entrepreneur and he was talking about how when he, he wakes up, he works. He works for about four hours uninterrupted in the morning when everybody's still sleeping and then right after that he goes and takes care of himself a little bit that's he might exercise that's when he eats okay he, he might meditate and then focused work again and this is a very successful person this is someone that's almost a billionaire at this point right and so it goes with everything that you're saying right now everything is a pro and a con and everything can at some point serve you, but then at a different point in your life, it may not serve you as much. So for you, you're running uh, this incredible company and, uh, and you're building this culture. And so you've, you've put in a lot of work talking to coaches and understanding who you are. You've, you're a world, world traveler and you understand business. But the thing about it is you've built this incredible energy vortex that, that the game changes and evolution and in the podcast, everything that you're working on for it's, and that takes a lot of focus. If, if your focus is uh, not right, if, if you're getting distracted by a lot of things, there's no way you're going to be able to perform at the level that you are. And this is exactly what this entrepreneur was saying was that sometimes people trick themselves into thinking, hey, you do this two hour, this three hour morning routine. And then like that could be going toward focused work because what if you had some people just have like some people that are especially reinventing themselves in their work in these blue collar jobs, the nine to five. If, if you only have four or five hours after that to, fo to do it on focused work, you have to be very precise with the time that you're spending and you have to be very uh, disciplined because if you don't, it's going to end up being maybe one hour of focused work and then a lot of the other stuff is going to be distracted or not priorities. So I say, you, right now, like, you're doing everything that you need to be doing and you, that's part of the reason why you're very successful. And there's always a time to look more into and start diving into spirituality and yoga and meditation. Uh, it doesn't have to take two hours. It could be in the morning real quick. It could be in the afternoon. But these are little things that I see with people. I see in the game changers. I see with my clients. I see talking to people that are overwhelmed and that feel stuck is they don't schedule time to rewind. They don't schedule time. And it doesn't always have to be rewind. 
but maybe the best way to say is they don't schedule time to release cortisol, the stress hormone. Whenever we're, we're stressed out because we have all these things that we're doing and all these things are requiring our energy and maybe now we start to feel overwhelmed, we have to refuel. And there's many different ways that you can refuel for people. So the listeners right now, what are the top 10 ways, 10 ways? I just did this with the client recently. We listed what are the top 10 ways that you refuel best? Here are some examples for all kinds of people. Journaling, meditation, resistance training, aerobic exercise, uh, sauna, uh, cold exposure, uh, and so on. Um, children. Uh, she mentioned my client when we, uh, when we were working together. Whenever she's in the company of children, she's playful. She's having fun. Why is that? Children allow us to tap into our inner child. We allow ourselves to dance, to sing, to have fun, to say silly things. So to, music, dancing, those are all ways we're, we're releasing cortisol. And so if we're go, 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 the key here is not to necessarily have a two or three hour morning routine. The key is to really manage your energy the right way and to schedule little things in your schedule that will give you that release of cortisol so that you continue staying in flow state and tapping into your creative genius and living your purpose. Yes. That's what I think about that. I agree. I love it. Yeah, especially also for fitness, super crucial. Um, if I bring this back to health and fitness as well, people think that to get results, to lose fat, to gain muscle, you got to do more, like always like more, 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 more reps, more sets, more workouts, more cardio. Actually, it's not the case. You need to do less. You need to rest because you grow when you are recovering and resting. That's where your muscle is rebuilt. Like when you work out, you break it down. When you rest, it's rebuilt. And that's where the, the muscle toning and, and growth comes from. So very good point, like resting and taking time to release cortisol to, to recharge is, um, is crucial. And not a lot of people do that nowadays. Also interesting that you mentioned that with the entrepreneur I had a similar experience with another entrepreneur also is very successful, um, does over 100 million a year uh, with his businesses. And he talked about interesting, interesting way of thinking about routines. And I totally agree. It's he, he said that a lot of people get dependent on these routines. They're like, without these routines, I can't function. Like, without my coffee in the morning without my cold shower without my blue light blocker glasses at night i can't i can't sleep i can't function i can't wake up and i don't believe that that's sustainable long term i don't believe that's what people want because i think a lot of people want simplicity they want less stress less things they think about that's at least how i uh want to live i want to have a lean life you could say when i have not a lot of things going on like a few things going on and not too much i need to focus on all the time and that's why i have not been doing this i tried it i tested it i tried to blue light blockers i tried to aura ring tracking your sleep i tried the morning uh the morning routines all of them and i just feel like it makes me dependent and i feel like i sleep worse if i don't do these things and then I get dependent on them 
and then when I'm in an environment that's more challenging, I don't fully perform and I put this on me. It's like a pressure. It's like an extra thing I have to fulfill every day to just exist, to just function like a normal human being, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a very interesting mindset. That's why I like to keep it like slim, I like to keep it light and lean. Um, I do have my coffee every morning. I do want to get away from that actually, interestingly enough. Uh, I want to do an experiment starting 2022, uh, having no caffeine at all for, um, yeah, let's see for how long, but uh, not having any caffeine at least for a month or two and see how it impacts my energy and my, my well-being. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Mm. But for me, the thought of just waking up and having a glass of water and starting my day, that's the most beautiful thought ever. Like in my, in my, in my current reality, it's like you can't go simpler than that. Uh, or just going to bed without having to, oh, like turn off the light. Like I still remember I was with my ex-girlfriend uh, when I had this period of testing my blue light blockers and <laughs> we were like uh, in the room, like going to bed and I was like wearing my blue light blocker glasses and wanted to turn off every light. And then she took out her phone like very bright phone and I was like no turn this off like you're messing up my my uh my melatonin production now my sleep won't be as well as good you know it's like I think at some point all these things become a chore and become something that limit you instead of enhancing your life um from my current standpoint at least very interesting thought I think Fritz uh when it comes to this, I, yeah, I, I'm loving this conversation. This is a very deep conversation, very real conversation. So coming from a background where I understand how the mind works, what I can tell you about this is a lot of people are missing routines like this because they're not disciplined in their life. And so they're victims of saying, I'm never going to get this. I don't deserve this. I don't know how to get this. They just don't know how to manage their time. Okay. Then... They start, they start to work on some of these things, their morning routines, they become more disciplined, they start to feel better. There's other levels to it, just like we talked about, like somebody making 100 million, this is going to be a person that really knows how to manage their time, they're great in business, they're great in communication and conversation, and they, especially with focus, okay? And so this person, so this person, now they realize that some of these things might actually be harmful to them and they're, because they're dependent on it. But here's where I think the main difference is, is how you think about it. Because a lot of these things, like the blue light glasses and certain supplements and the things that we do to perform better, science shows that it really does make a difference. I mean, that's part of why people invest in it because we want to perform better, we want to feel better, and it shows that it works. So... The key here is not to be dependent on it. And how do you do that is the thoughts that you have. Because if let's say you go somewhere else and now you're exposed to blue light, you don't have your blue light glasses, for example. You can say, if you say to yourself right before you go, go to bed, ah, oh, I'm not going to get good sleep now because I don't have etc. and I've been exposed to etc. You just programmed your unconscious mind. You just gave it instructions. You consciously said one of the most powerful statements, because of this, I am blah, blah, blah. 
and you created your reality. So it really, once again, is mindset. Mindset, mindset is the key and the thoughts. If we tell ourselves we're not gonna get good sleep because we're missing something, you're not gonna get good sleep. But if you use these things at your home, at your comfort, when you travel, if you have certain things that you know really work well and add to your performance, use them. But if there's a chance where you can't use them, don't let that limit you because it's really your thoughts. A lot of these things, it, a lot of it is a placebo and to what you make your truth. Oh, this is going to make me feel better. Okay, I'm going to use it and you decide it and it becomes a placebo and then it works. So the key here is to really be cognizant with the thoughts that we're having, especially for a lot of these things that we might be dependent on. If there's ever a day where you don't get to do it, the worst thing you can do is say, because I didn't do this, now I'm gonna act like this or I'm not gonna, or I'm, not, I'm gonna feel this. You're programming yourself. So just realize that a key here is I'm still gonna be good. I feel good, I have what it takes, I have the focus, I can manage my time. I know what I need to do and take action. And even if you don't have them, we're still gonna get good results. Yes, I love this conversation, man. Also a good point that you're making, like we we create our own suffering a lot of the time just with our thoughts, right? Just because we give something meaning with our thoughts, we ascribe meaning to things that might not even have any meaning. Like if it comes up, just look at it in the face and just be like, and now? Like, I don't have my blue light blocker glasses then you can ascribe meanings. Okay, I don't, I don't, I can't, I won't sleep well. Uh, I won't have a good night. I won't have energy. But you can also be just be like, okay, so, so what? Like, it is what it is. So let's just keep on moving. So yeah, interesting conversation, man. It's, uh, it's uh, the routines, the routines conversation, I think is a very powerful one. And um, I think a lot of good discussion points, insights for, for the dear listener. Um, I wonder how we got here from Tulum. <laughs> we were like, we want to talk about Tulum <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Cool. So if you listen to this right now and you are trying to build a routine, build a vegan lifestyle that makes you feel good, makes you feel healthy, then good job on listening to this. Like that's the first step. I think you like listening to this will just propel you forward, just motivate you. That's what I do. Like I fill my mind with this type of content just to keep myself motivated, keep myself moving, keep myself giving, giving the right things to my mind. So kudos to you for listening to this. Thank you so much for your attention. We really do appreciate it. I know the podcast has been a bit, yeah, slow here and there. Last few weeks there hasn't been many new episodes, but Definitely want to pick it up for the new year uh, with new amazing content coming your way. And Vasil uh, is part of that. Mr. Mindset is not going anywhere. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, an amazing, amazing podcast uh, co-host as well. And uh, just, just a good having a conversation with you, man. Appreciate you, Fritz. Appreciate these conversations. This is what I'm about. Deep conversations and really challenging our mindset and, and, and helping people experience transformations and, and empowering people with 
the right advice and information that can make them improve wellness and overall their essence. So thank you for all the listeners. We really appreciate you. We're grateful for you. We're sending you so many positive vibes. And we're going to have much more incredible conversations just like this. So make sure you're subscribed if you haven't subscribed yet. And if you found this podcast episode uh, valuable, go ahead and look for that little link that says share and send it to someone that might enjoy this podcast. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And until next time. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.